This is the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. We have assembled the world's finest sports and trivia dorks to prove once and for all that we are just as bad at this as we were at sports. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, sports trivia for those of us who rode the pine. Today's game will be pitting the Benchwarmer team of Marcus and myself, Josh, versus Benchwarmer Ede and returning guest and equipment manager to our Patreon team, Hugh Gitlin. Our host for today's game is assistant coach and our newest member of the five-timer club, David Feuder. So welcome back to the bench, gentlemen. Let's start with Hugh. Why don't you take a minute to remind us about yourself? Well, I'm uh, living here in Mendota, Minnesota, which is just south of the city of St. Paul. Not to be confused with the West St. Paul, which is also south of St. Paul. But um, I'm an accountant and part-time actor and comedian, so that's what you know about me. Wonderful. And David, how about you? Uh, well, I think like you said, it's been, a, it's been a whirlwind ride here for the last couple months here now. I'm a member of the Five Timers Club. I will be expecting you know, the uh, monogram jacket in the mail uh, any time from you guys. But uh, no, can't wait to uh, finally host a game here. Looking forward to it. All right. And um, Ede, let us know how you're doing and let us know what your and Hughes team name is going to be. So I've, I've realized I'm, I mean, I've realized this a while ago that I'm old. Um, but today was kind of every time it happens, something happens new where I'm like, yep, I'm definitely old now is I woke up this morning and it was like 50 something degrees outside. I'm like, oh, it's nice and cool. Fall's coming like or, or here, I guess, technically I want to make some soup. That's how, you know, your hips hurt and you want to make soup when it's cold out. That's my life now. You say, aren't you just about to hit uh, the big four? <sighs> yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. All right. Thanks for ruining my day. All right. Um, so you and I are on opposite spectrums of both hockey teams and baseball teams, but we did find there have been a couple who played for the twins and the white Sox, and he's hated by most people, even some fans of the teams that he's played for. Um, but we both love him, and we are the AJ Przinsky fan club. All right. Well, I am doing, uh, pretty well. Um, yeah, looking forward to another game. Uh, Marcus, how are you doing? And you can share what our team name is. Um, yeah, doing well. Um, team I coach, we had a rivalry game on Friday. I, I say rivalry with air quotes because we've won 12 in a row now. So uh, that was a lot of fun. Uh, and yeah, uh, what's not fun is what happened today for me. And it was great for Josh. Uh, our team name is one and two because both of our football teams after today's uh, game are one and two. So, you know, glass three quarters empty. <laughs> this is broken. <laughs> yeah, the glasses, the glass is broken and it will be used as a shiv. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we're at the point to throw this over to Dan to let us know what the rules of the game are. We'll be starting off with the coin flip question to warm up the teams. This will be followed by four quarters of play, each with a different trivia style. The styles of quarters one through three will change from show to show, and I will explain them as we go along. Like any good sporting event, we will have a halftime show after the second quarter with entertainment questions pertaining to sports. And in the fourth quarter, our teams will wager from their points accumulated to see our today's clipboard captains to be honored like the true bench warmers they are. All right? 
Let's get this game underway. Thanks, Dan. We miss you. Do we? (laughs) Well, Dan, I miss you. Maybe not everybody misses you, but I miss you. Um, But now is the time where I get to turn over the hosting duties to David. David, uh, the mic is yours. Okay. And uh, it's time for the coin flip. A 50-50 warm-up question worth 10 points. Uh, The visiting team here today, I believe, will be the AJ Pruszynski fan club with Hugh as the guest. So you guys will get to call it. Here's the question. Who has more career rushing yards in the National Football League, Eddie George or Jamal Lewis? It is. Oh, crap. What do you got, Hugh? I mean, Jamal Lewis had bigger years, but it seems like Eddie George was there a long time. I mean, Eddie George only played probably nine seasons. And how many did Jamal play? Um, probably nine. Yeah, they played the same amount. But, but Jamal was up and down. And George was steady. Yeah, but Jamal had a 2,000 what? Yeah, but Eddie had a couple 1,800, 15 to 1,800-yard seasons too. So. You know, I, I, my gut is to lean towards Jamal. I think it's about the same amount of time, and I feel like Jamal's bigger seasons were bigger than Eddie's. So that's my guess. Okay. We're going to go with Jamal Lewis. And points are going out that round to the A.J. Pruszynski fan club. It was Jamal Lewis. Jamal Lewis had 10,607 rushing yards. Eddie George had 10,441 rushing yards. So by about 170 yards, the answer was Jamal Lewis. Good job. And so heading into the first quarter, we have a score of 10 points for the A.J. Pruszynski fan club. And Marcus and Josh, yet to get on the board. Before we get to the first quarter, we wanted to let you know that we are on Patreon if you'd be interested in supporting us financially. Your contributions will be used to help us cover the costs that it takes to bring you the high-quality sports trivia you have come to expect from us. There's also some great perks that come with the Patreon membership to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, including bonus episodes and Benchwarmers swag. You can find us at patreon.com slash benchwarmersTP. Thanks. And today's first quarter will be pre and post game. Pre and post game. For this quarter, there will be four before and after style questions. For example, if I said, what all-time leader in receptions for the Indianapolis Colts was a Notre Dame safety drafted by the Minnesota Vikings, the answer would be Marvin Harrison Smith. Each question is worth 25 points. All right, so question one in pre and post game. 2019 Kentucky Derby winner who was later disqualified and quarterback who succeeded Peyton Manning at Tennessee and led them to a national title. David, we're going we're gonna to check in. AJ Pruszynski Fan Club has checked in. One and two, talk it out. Well, I think we were just about to check in ourselves. Uh, Marcus was uh, pretty quick to send over T. Martin, right? And uh, that's who I was thinking as well. And then it just took me a little bit to remember what the horse was that won the 2019 Kentucky Derby, but was disqualified. I do believe that was max, maximum security. So we are checking in with maximum security, Martin. AJ Pruszynski fan club. What'd you say? Uh, yeah. So Hugh sends over to me right away. T Martin, which makes sense. Um, and then I was trying to think of one that worked. And I think it was country house. 
that technically is the winner now. So, but we uh, eventually got to maximum security. So maximum maximum security, Martin. Both teams getting points. The answer to question one, maximum security, Martin. Okay, question two in pre and post game. One of the two joint winners for the FIFA player of the 20th century award and first team ACC player in 2017 who would win the slam dunk contest in his rookie year. All right, we're going to, we're going to check in. Eric and the AJ Pruszynski fan club has checked in one and two. Talk it out. Uh, yeah. Okay. So I feel, I feel pretty confident about Donovan Mitchell. The more I'm looking at it. I think Louisville is in the ECC in basketball. I, okay. And, and I think with that, I got to what well, it fits. And I don't know, like, I think one of the two players is Pele would be my guess, but yeah, it doesn't work. Would, no. Um, so then I was thinking about one that would fit with Donovan, right? Like, and that's where that and then I started thinking of the guy who had the hand of God goal, um, Diego Maradona or Maradona. Ooh, so I, yeah. I, it fits. So it would be sure. Diego Maradona <laughs> Vin Mitchell. So I don't know if he wasn't, if he was co-player of the century, but uh, it fits. Sure. I'm, I'm down with that. I don't know. Right, we're going to check in with Diego Maradona Vin Mitchell. AJ Brzezinski fan club. What'd you have? Well, I started with Pele right away, but then all of a sudden that didn't fit anything. Why anyone be co-player of the century with Pele is beyond me, but because Diego Maradona did cheat for in the world cup. And uh, just for that, he should have been disqualified, but we also went with Diego Maradona. Well, in a bit of uh, know your host, my father was born in Argentina. So I'm going to be taking points away for that blasphemy from AJ Brzezinski <laughs> fan club. <laughs> there should have only been one player of the century and it should have been Diego Maradona, but both teams are right in getting points there. It is Diego Maradonovan Mitchell. Good job. Points to both teams. All right. Question number three. Individually won more gold medals at the 1980 Olympics than all but two countries and hired as an NFL coach in 1991 after a 26 and 63 record as a college head coach at two prestigious academic institutions. Okay. Um, we will check in first time this game. One and two is checked in first AJ Pruszynski. Talk it out. Well, we start in summer Olympics, but all of a sudden Eric Hyden won five gold medals in the 1980 winter Olympics. So I came up with Eric Hyden right away and then are we, but I don't know if that, I don't know if that's right. The timeline for Dennis Erickson doesn't, doesn't add up. Or 1991. No, I think he was still Miami then. I don't think he jumped to Seattle until 95. So is there another Dennis then? Dennis, does Dennis Green start in the early nineties? Yes. Dennis Green with the Vikings. 91. Was it? There you go. Yep. So we have uh, Eric Hyde, Dennis Green. One and two. What did you have? Uh, yeah, we uh, have Eric Hyde, Denny Green as our answer. Well, the teams are doing quite well. Points are going out to both teams. It was Eric Hyde, Dennis Green. And as a bit of information, Green coached at Northwestern and then Stanford. Only had one winning season out of eight in college. I think he was, uh, I think he was Big Ten Coach of the Year with a three and eight record. Because <laughs> won three games at Northwestern. Well, that that was a feat back in those days, I think. 
All right. Final question of the round. Question four. Elected to the Baseball Hall of Fame after a special election in 1973 and undrafted quarterback who went three and one in the 2020 NFL season as a starter for a division winning team. There you go. Second. The AJ Pruszynski fan club has checked in one and two. Talk it out. I think this is the first part is going to be Roberto Clemente. Cause I know they did do a special election after he died in the plane crash and he got put in like immediately into the hall of fame. Um, I don't think there would have been anyone else around that time frame that they would have done a special election for, but now it's trying to come up with who the undrafted quarterback. I'm going through the division winners in my head and I don't. Uh, Washington, they won the East. Well, it's, it's what I said before. Well, no, I, so it's not Taylor Heineke got his first regular season start last week. I remember that was a thing that was talked about that he was getting his first regular season start, I think, or he got his first regular season win. Yeah. That's, that's to me, it just fits, but yeah, I, that's why I said, I thought his first start wasn't, was the, playoff Oh, team, Oh, you know what? You know who it is? Hmm. Taysom Hill. It's going to be Roberto Clement Taysom Hill. Cause mm. there were those weeks yeah. where breeze was breeze was out. And then Teddy was in there and then Teddy got hurt. Right. And then Taysom Hill got four starts. Are you good with that? Yeah, I'm good with that. We're going to check in with Roberto Clement Taysom Hill. AJ Przinski fan club. What did you check in with? Eric came up with Taysom Hill. And all of a sudden Roberto Clemente came into my head. So it's Roberto Clement Taysom Hill. Both teams are getting points again. You guys swept the round. It was Roberto Clement Taysom Hill. So after the first quarter, we have a score of AJ Przinski fan club with 110 points. Team one and two, 100 points. Today's second quarter will be fill the gaps. Fill the gaps. This quarter will consist of three questions with up to five pieces of missing information. The teams will attempt to fill in each piece of missing information. Each answer is worth 10 points. Question one in fill the gaps. One of the NFL drafts more memorable incidents was in 1994 when Mel Kuyper roasted in real time on ESPN, the Colts two first round draft picks as a result of trading Jeff George. While Kuyper was largely ambivalent over the Colts pick of blank at number two in the draft, he was extremely critical of the Colts surprise pick of blank at number five in the draft, advocating instead that the Colts should have selected blank at quarterback who would instead be selected sixth by the blank. Kuyper said drafts like this were why the Colts picked second in the draft every year rather than battle for Super Bowls. Colts general manager blank responded saying, who in the hell is Mel Kuyper anyway? Yeah, we're going to check in. AJ Przinski fan club has checked in. I think uh, team one and two might have a couple of the blanks filled, but talk the rest out. I think we got one of them, right? Marshall Falk, um, you were saying, I think he was the, the number two pick, right? Yeah. That was um, his year. So that, yeah, so I think Falk, you're right there. Falk is, is one. I think he was the first one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. It's not, I, I for some reason, Quentin Coriot's name is in my head and I know that's not right, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure it was, don't laugh. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was a linebacker though. I don't think it was him. Okay. I, 
I don't think I'm going to come up with a linebacker. I'm trying to think of the quarterbacks from that class. God, who would have been drafted that high? There were a bunch of bad ones around there. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ooh, would this be in the range of, uh, oh, um, uh, uh, idiot has a Super Bowl, Trent Dilfer. Dilfer? Yeah, he would have been around that time. And he was drafted by Tampa Bay? I think so, yeah. I don't know if it's right for sure, but I think that's right in the right time frame. That might, I think that might be his year. Oh God! This yeah, is there were, this was so mad yeah. when I hear this. Um, and do we were we thinking that uh, Jim Ursay Junior or whatever that Ursay might have been the GM when his I dad know, was still the I'm owner? I'm pretty sure he was at some point while his dad was the owner. I I I don't know for sure. Uh, do you have I, any I other? Don't, if it was the time frame, no, I have no. no All right, idea. so we're gonna go with Ursay as the GM and just hope that he was yeah, yeah. we'll, we'll keep right. our fingers so we have folk we do we have we're thinking maybe dilford to tampa bay and ursay and some linebacker that colts linebacker from around that time i'm not i don't think i have any idea to be honest oh my god it's <laughs> sorry so you think it's like right there for don't you it's just stop it yeah it's right there it's well, if you if you come up with a name, we'll run with it. I have no idea. I think he was an oh, I think he was an analyst at some point for I, I think ESPN or like maybe college game day okay. or something. Oh God, I'm not. I don't think I can pull it. I All right. it's gonna. Throw, it's just murdering me. I'll just throw a last name out there as a <laughs> guess for that one. <laughs> I wish. I wish I had it. Um it's not it's not stupid David Pollock. It's it's another linebacker that did college stuff. Oh my god. I don't know. Let's I I I can't. I don't have it. All right. Just uh let's pick a lucky last lucky. name to throw in there. Anderson. All right. So we're going, we're saying Falk, Anderson, Dilfer, Tampa Bay, Ursay. Is that what we're going with? Yes. All right. Check those in. Uh, AJ Przinsky Fan Club, you checked in pretty early. What are, what are your answers? So it's, it's definitely Marshall Falk. I'm going to skip this next one. I'm going to come back to it. It's a good call. Um, Trent Dilfer was the quarterback drafted, uh, went to Tampa Bay. It was uh, Bill Tobin was the GM um, and the linebacker. Nobody remembers his mom doesn't remember him. He's actually now, I believe, the athletic director at Nebraska. Omaha. Um, I thought he said Omaha at Nebraska now. I think he was hired at Nebraska like recently, like okay. within the oh, last two okay. months, three months. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. And that's everyone's favorite. Trev Alberts. Oh, my God. <laughs> Marcus got dangerously close there. I think he was an ESPN analyst. He got the last initial right, but it was Trev Alberts. But the answers there, AJ Przinsky fan club ran them. It was Marshall Falk, uh, Trev Alberts, Trent Dilfer, Tampa Bay Bucks, and Bill Tobin. And and Eric, just say what I typed. The only thing I typed in in the in the, in the chat. Oh yeah, no, Hugh did send me. He's like <laughs> linebacker from Nebraska. <laughs> A uh, guy who's now a commentator. He was, I believe, he was fired though a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, Bill Tobin, who? 
Yeah, he was only like the GM for like two years. And Quentin Corriette was 92 <sighs> at number. He was drafted number two by the, the Colts after uh, Steve, Steve Atman. Ursay yeah. did act as GM at some point, didn't right he? Right before Tobin. Oh, it was right before? Okay, yeah. so, okay, we, yeah, we were. All right. We were hey, there. we at least. Oh, Trev Alberts, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I hope oh, you will hear be... this. Oh, I, if we can't use it as a title, that's an answer. I hate you, Trev Alberts. How <laughs> about that? You can use asterisks, <laughs> son of a. You can say I hate No, no, you, I, was, I was talking about we don't want to put the answer in the title. Oh. Trev oh, who was the other uh, future not so NFL Hall of Famer that Mel Kuyper was pining for in the as a quarterback at the top of that draft? Oh, geez, at the top of that draft, Ooh. there were two. Oh, there were two that were, Heath, Heath Shuler went early. Heath, in that draft. Heath Shuler, oh, it was Heath Shuler. Yeah. Oh my he went, God, he went third. Went third. God, to what the a Redskins. terrible! Was there any um, quarterback who? Well, we have a Super Bowl winner, so maybe I shouldn't uh, besmirch the name of Trent Dilfer. Uh, yeah. House, House of Representative Heath Schuler. Yeah, future rep. <laughs> yeah. Well, did you see Dilfer got in trouble for freaking shit? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. On Twitter, it was, I saw uh, that. He's a high, high school Phil coach Dawson. in California. It was, Phil, it was Phil Dawson's son. Because Phil Dawson is like a special teams coach, and his son. The kicker? Like his, yeah. His son is like the stud player on his high school team. That's who was like, mouthing like off tight end linebacker. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say, was like wait, shoving him. A kicker's a, a high school kicker's a stud. What? No, 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 no. no. This... <laughs> Phil Dawson's son. Well, and, yeah, yeah. If he was smart, he'd have him kicking. Wouldn't he? You get to have a you really think, long career. Know, this was a big, this is a big kid that Trent was shoving in. Like, I think he had to issue like a statement the next day. Like we're, yeah, he we're, we're all good. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, I love that kid. He's, I've known him his whole life, and I'm like, I get it, man. I want to choke all the kids that I coach at least once. You just can't actually do it. Oh, that's funny. All right, question two and fill the gaps. In 2002, the MLB All-Star Game held in the city of blank was the site of controversy. The game was tied at the score of blank in the blank inning following which AL manager blank and NL manager blank agreed to suspend the game due to a lack of available pitchers. How about that? That's fine. You, I don't sure. know. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Okay. We're checking um, in. Yeah, we're checking in. All right. Team one and two checking in AJ Pruszynski fan club. Sounds like you're part of the way there. You want to talk the rest out? Oh, it's, I don't think there's much, um, left. Uh, Manager, I mean, you said Milwaukee. I have no idea what city it was in. Um, I think it was in Milwaukee. Okay, so I'm fine if with I that. Remember that? Yeah. Um, the score, no idea. Yeah, we. I thought it was a high-scoring game, so we put eight. Okay. But and you eight. you said sixteen. Like yeah, you said sixteen yeah. for the innings, and like I said, I'm like, I feel like if it was sixteen, people would have been fine if they ended the game, yeah. and it would have been understandable. I thought it was mm-hmm. much earlier than that, like, okay. like ten or eleven. So. If we go 11, I think that's safe. Yeah. And um, it and was the... Tory and Brenly were the managers. Because, okay. I mean, 2001 World Oh, yeah. Two... No. Yeah. Brenly. Yeah. Did Brenly manage the Diamondbacks in 2001? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Tory and the, the great World Series with uh, beating, beating uh, Rare in the, in the bottom of the ninth. I mean, how can you? It's a better ending than that. Yeah. So yeah. So the Mariners being in it because they won 116 games. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we're gonna go with Milwaukee eight, the eleventh, and then we have Tory and Brenly. 
team one and two, what'd you have? Uh, well, Marcus was pretty quick to be like, aren't the two managers from the previous World Series? And he was like, that would have been D-backs and Yankees. And he was, uh, he gave me Tory, which, you know, I, I would have had, but uh, I also had Brenly. Um, so we have Tory and Brenly. Uh, it was in Milwaukee. Um, I'm pretty sure it was the 11th inning. And once again, I had no clue on the score. So uh, we're going with Lucky Seven as the guess. I know we were all thinking it, but uh, the perfect game had to end at some point. Uh, Here are the answers to question two. It was Milwaukee. It was the 11th inning. It was Joe Torre. It was Bob Brenly. But it was your lucky sevens. It was seven to seven, not eight to eight. (laughs) (laughs) Pick a number, baby. There we go. I I only did it because we changed the one style to lucky seven recently. So I was like, that was my (laughs) dream. I knew it was a high-scoring game. I just, you know. Competition committee collusion. Let's go. (laughs) I'm here for it. Yeah, that game was in Milwaukee. Bud Selig got mercilessly booed in his hometown. So that was sort of one of the more memorable things for that game. Let them play. They did not. Um, Okay, let's move on to the final question of Fill the Gaps. Question three. The most recent country to win the World Cup on their home soil was blank in the year blank defeating blank in the final three to zero blank scored two goals in that final match would have a much less successful world cup final eight years later against blank. All right, Josh, I'm going to go grab a drink. I'll be back. <laughs> uh, you work this out on your own. I might get a couple possibly. I believe right. in you. Right, 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 right. Oh, don't, don't do that. I think I might have some of these. Do you want me okay. to even tell you what they are? No, I actually want them to be a surprise. I'm genuinely okay. well, being Then honest. don't worry. Then they will be a surprise to you. All right. Perfect. Um, I don't know if I have any idea on the last piece. Think we check in, do you think? If you're positive about the player, yeah. We'll check in. AJ Przinsky fan club has checked in. Uh, team one and two, more specifically, Josh, talk it out. So I don't know if this is for sure right but i do know that uh france won in france in 98 so i'm hoping that there hasn't been another one more recently than that so i'm gonna go france 98 i think they beat brazil the only french uh soccer player i can think of is zenadine zidane i don't know if he scored any goals or not but we're going to go with Zenadine Zidane. And then 06. So who won in 06? I mean, the only reason I know any of these things is because I write trivia and I look at these lists. Um, I think that might have been Italy. So France, 98, Brazil, Zidane, Italy. AJ Przinsky fan club. What'd you have? Well, France, 1998. They beat. Brazil. Zinedine Zidane had th- two goals, and then he got red carded against Italy by headbutting an opponent. So Italy is the fifth one. The result was a red card. Well, Hugh remembered that perfectly. The five I was looking for was France, 98, Brazil, Zidane, and then he headbutted a player on Italy and was red carded off from the match. But both teams swept that uh, question. Good job. Seriously, I get that a soccer question like that. I'll take it. Don't get me wrong, but uh, I almost I, I feel like a I don't know, 
I feel weird getting that just, but it's all from looking at these lists and things for writing trivia. Zinedine Zidane. What a king. That, that's the only, I couldn't, if you, if there is it, did they have anyone else playing or was he the only guy out Not there on the, really. on the I mean, pitch? I just, no I just remember that, which was that, awesome. That's that was the like, only yeah, name. What are we doing? That's the only <laughs> name I know. Eric, I'm sure you can tell me other French soccer guys names. Maybe. Uh, all those current guys. Current. I couldn't even tell you any current guys. Yeah, Mbappe. the guy uh, from Hanson, Mbappe. Mbappe? Yeah, that's it, Mbappe. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. I'm here all week. So, yeah, I'm just glad there wasn't another one more recently because Marcus, the only, I, I had the France in 98 in their home country. from. It's happened uh, five times, including the first World Cup, which was Uruguay, but it has not happened since 98. Almost did, and then we saw how racist uh, Great Britain is. Oh, that was the Euro. That was oh, Euro. Yeah, that was the right. Euro. You're right. You're right. I think England did win one. At, England won one at home in the 60s. I think England, I was looking 66, their only World Cup was, was, at, was at Wembley, yeah. There was, uh, was it 2014? Everyone thought Brazil was going to coast. Oh, uh, the Germany just rocked. Until, yeah, so until long. Germany beat them 7-1. to one, and it was to just, one. Oh, Yeah. 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 <laughs> And it was like quick, like within seconds of the game, it was out of control. It was hilarious. Yeah. Argentina did it in the seventies. I think Germany might've done it in the seventies, but I, I don't know if Qatar is, has a shot in 2022. I, I, am not. <laughs> I still remember I sent my, that in 20, uh, 2014, I sent my friend a text. I'm like, Germany scored against Brazil early. I'm like, all right, they're going to do the standard German thing and park the bus. And this is going to be a one, nothing game. Next thing I know, like goal, goal. <laughs> goal i'm like oh i guess they're not parking the bus so after the second quarter we have a score of 250 points for the aj Przinski fan club and 230 points for team one and two and that brings us to halftime it is now time for the halftime show there will be three entertainment questions pertaining to sports with each question worth 25 points So question one in halftime to compete with the Super Bowl 26 halftime show airing on CBS in 1991 Fox aired a live half hour episode of which comedy due to the amount of viewers who switched channels to Fox. The NFL immediately began courting more high profile celebrities for its halftime show, beginning with Michael Jackson the following year. We can check in team one and two is checked in AJ Prudensky. Talk it out. Maybe in the color. Um, I don't know. I possibly, but I don't think that would draw a lot I mean, of people. I mean, I mean, that's what was Jim side of Jim Carrey and you know, the Wayans brothers, and it's that the kind of hip thing that might get some people going. I don't think maybe with children or the Simpsons would uh, Simpsons couldn't be live anyways. But I don't think married with children, in the I, I don't that, think it would be a sitcom. I don't think it'd be a sitcom. I think a sketch show would be more like it. Yeah. Cause I, I think I remember the, uh, Wayans brothers doing the, uh, the movie reviews in the referees jerseys. Oh, yeah. I was watching that stupid game. It was one of the, like the first ones I watched. Second ones I watched full complete because it was the bills were in it. And, um, the only reason I thought maybe if the bills won that we'd have off from school the next day. Um, we've never, we've never found that out. 
Um, Neither have we. So <laughs> we don't know. Marcus, do you know? Do the kids have school the next day if a team wins Hell the Super yeah, Bowl? Yeah, we had school. All right. Then. <laughs> well, yes, kids were in school. It was just a matter of whether their parents actually made them go. Oh, I was right. at work. I was... actually went to work. Yeah, like I, th- I remember that was the biggest thing. Like Super Bowl twenty five, Scott Norwood missed the kick, and I'm like crap, I got to go to school now because everyone had it like in your heads. You're not going to school if they win. Like they'll cancel school, but we we don't know. Um, yeah, Hugh, sorry, I think that's a good a, as good as guess as I'm gonna get. So uh, I'll check with in living color. Team one and two, uh, Marcus, you checked in quickly. What's your answer? Yeah, I wish you forgot more of this because it is in living color and you're thinking of the skit Men on Film and it was Men David, film, David yeah. Alan Greer and, uh, and, uh, and uh, was Sean or Damon Wayans. Da- it was and, Damon. Uh, uh, and for your answer, Hugh, hated it. <laughs> <laughs> so we have also checked in with in living color. <laughs> that skit could not be on now. Could it like that no. would not be no, on TV absolutely ever? Not. <laughs> no, no, no. None of, basically none of that show. Fire Marshal Bill. Who's that roided? Who's that roided out chick? Uh, Venus de Milo. Yes. Uh, well, the answer to question one, it's hard to believe that more of the country didn't stick with the uh, Super Bowl halftime show headlined by Dorothy Hamill and Brian Boitano. <laughs> But viewers did switch over to In Living Color on Fox. It was, uh, wasn't that Super Bowl in Minnesota? Yeah, Winter uh, Magic. Um, shout out to uh, Adam Spees because I knew this for a fact because the, on uh, the Blast from Our Past podcast, they did a review on In Living Color, and that was one of the fun little tidbits that popped up on there. Nice. I mean, I, I was working at Pizza Hut that night, and we turned it the TV over to In Living Color. That and show is that the, it's so good. I love that show. I have and, all of it on And on he, what do you mean the Simpsons couldn't have? They could have done a live Simpsons. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but hit play and walked away? Like, here you go, guys. No, they, could technically... have done the, they could have had the voice actors doing it live <laughs> with the cartoons already done. I wasn't saying that they could have the animators <laughs> out there. <laughs> Hold on, guys. Here's the next scene. It's just Hank Azaria. <laughs> Start <It's> running there. <laughs> Oh man! Well, that halftime show is a train wreck. If anybody ever gets a chance to see it, because they have two ice skaters, and then Gloria Stefan comes out. I don't know why in the Winter Magic show, and oh, it's just God. a disaster. Wait, so, shouldn't they have gotten somebody from like up north, not Miami? Uh, they they went they went they to wanted, contrast for that part of the show. They wanted that that ice skating to be spicy. <laughs> All right, question two in the halftime: In White Man Can't Jump. Gloria, played by Rosie Perez, is able to appear on Jeopardy thanks to a fortuitous half-court hook shot by her, friend, by her boyfriend, Billy Hoyle. On Jeopardy, Gloria puts away her competitors with her knowledge of foods that begin with the letter Q. Most importantly, this fruit, which was the answer to her daily double. We can check in. <laughs> Team AJ Pruszynski is checked in. Team one and two, talk it out. God, what was that? What is that? Q what was fruit? <laughs> I know I'm I'm struggling. I was really hoping this wasn't going to be the the answer to this question. Oh my gosh! Sorry, Hugh. Did you know that? I didn't want to. No, I I, I have no, no. I haven't seen that movie since I don't know when. So now I'm trying to think of fruits that start with a Q. I have no idea. I honestly don't. This is bad. I don't know if I'm going to get it. 
I don't know. I don't. I honestly don't. It's been so long since. Because and and I'm not coming up with a Q fruit. Quinoa is not a fruit. That, that is not a fruit. No, no. Um, um, but I, you know, I'm not gonna get it. I don't think. Quick, quick, quick. I don't know. Can't pull it. It's not there. I was really hoping this wasn't the gonna be the question about why then can't jump. But uh, I yeah, I don't have it. I don't either. All right, pick a letter. Pick a word that starts with Q. Go with your quinoa. It's not a fruit, but go with okay. it. We are checking in with quinoa. So team one and two is checking in with quinoa. AJ Przinsky fan club. What'd you check in with? I'm pretty sure it's a quince. And the answer to question number two is quince. Good job, Eric. Yeah, that wasn't rattling around anywhere in there. So I'm glad we didn't spend any more time. To be fair, that 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 day, uh, Jeopardy round for Gloria really turned when they accepted the pronunciation for Suvius for Mount Vesuvius. But <laughs> this is where she put him away. All right, question three in the halftime. In the TV series Friday Night Lights. After three seasons at Dillon High School, Coach Taylor is fired and takes over at rival East Dillon, where Vince Howard, played by this people's sexiest man alive, is his starting quarterback in seasons four and five. Did you watch the show, Marcus? Hell no. Oh, great. He, he lived it. He didn't have to watch it. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, so you're saying I should have watched it because I didn't play football? No, no. Didn't care for the movie. <laughs> Didn't care to. Uh, I never even saw the movie. The it's just one of those things like historical inaccuracies always are so off putting to me. And so when I found out how historically inaccurate the movie was, I was like, oh, the show? No thanks. I will so... not. Okay. So let's think about people's sexiest, sexiest men alive. Oh, yes. Hell yeah. My wheel. <laughs> My wheel. That's your wheel. <laughs> <laughs> It's not George Clooney. <laughs> oh God. I don't think it's Idris Elba. Ooh. Not Sean Connery. This kid's a this kid's a six-year <laughs> senior in high school. It's Idris Elba. <laughs> Listen, Jake Gyllenhaal played a high school kid when he was like 35, all right? Dude, watch the first Spider-Man. You got Joe Manangelo as the bully, and I'm like, this guy is clearly 32 years old. <laughs> he got held back several times. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, we're going to check in. Team AJ Przinsky fan club is checked in. Team one and two. Oh, this is so stupid. So, like I said, I know Taylor Kish played like the running back. I want to say his name was Riggins or something. Oh, okay. We got a nod from David, which means it's not correct. Which well, we know that. But I am correct in my one thing that I knew about that show. <laughs> okay, so okay, sexiest man alive. So yes, it has to be somebody pretty recent, because like then they're playing a high school kid. That'd be kind of weird if they're like, oh, this guy who's playing a child is the sexiest man right, alive. Right, right. <laughs> ben Affleck. <laughs> <laughs> um, so damn. And actually, because I said Ryan Gosling, but he actually might even be a little older than what. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, so and I, and I said it would be weird because I feel like I would know if Ryan Gosling was a was on Remember the Titans and then also Friday Night Lights. <laughs> oh, that's right. He was, that's right. He played the receiver who couldn't catch the ball, right? Yeah. Or the corner who couldn't or cover. the corner who couldn't. Yeah. Yeah. 
Because there was that meme. Where, yeah, Ryan Gosling's yeah. hot, but uh, he's an absolute liability in coverage. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, um, I, I, I have no idea. I've not seen the movie, not seen the TV show. Well, they're not really didn't, that, like I, at all. Well, I certainly That's didn't see seasons four and five of a show I've never seen. So it's not even from the main school. Oh, God. This is going to make me insane. I don't know. I have no idea. We'll just sure. say Taylor Kish because I know that that's a person on the show. That sure at a at a point in time. Sure. So we're gonna check in incorrectly with Taylor Kish. Team one and two checking in with Taylor Kish. Uh, let's go to Team AJ Przinsky fan club. Um, I don't know why I know like the most recent winners of Sexiest Man Alive, but um, the only one that made sense there was like. Oh geez, who is it? Dwayne um, the Rock Johnson. Wow. Like, <laughs> like John Le- kid. Like John Legend, it wouldn't work. I don't think he could, you know what I mean? Wow, like just wouldn't would work amazing. out. Um, and then there was like, yeah, like uh was the Idris Elba, and then I want to say like Blake Shelton. No, not happening. Um, <laughs> and then I remember uh Michael Bajordan. Um mm. I think From he's Space- like the most I, yeah, I think he's like the most recent one. Yeah. From Space Jam a new legacy. Yes. <laughs> that's the best part of that movie and i mean that it was the only good part of that movie <laughs> thank you so we went uh with the the great apollo creed no michael Bajordan. jordan uh, i looked this up while you guys were uh, deliberating he was 22 when they filmed this show so not quite getting into the uh you know the high school actors who are actually 40 years old in real life it was michael b jordan good job pierce brosnan <sighs> I didn't know he was named that. Yeah, I, so I Eric, did Ryan know has Ryan was. Gosling has he been sexiest man alive by people? I don't believe so. Oh, I just yeah. thought he probably it, if I had been. thought of, if I had thought of Michael Bajordan, I probably would have gone with that because I just didn't I, I for some reason I don't remember him being named sexiest man alive. So oh well. Like, I feel like the only one that possibly may have worked, but even then he's still kind of old was like Chris Hemsworth or whatever. But. Yeah, I, th- I thought of him and I was like, no, that would be weird. He's gigantic. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's, not when, he's not when he's not Thor. Have you seen yeah. him when he's He's not... always Thor. No, he's not. <laughs> no, he's, in my head he's... he is. No, I only want to remember like, that. Like <laughs> when he, like, uh, internet. He's a surfer in his I want to remember. He's I like this remember. like thin small guy i mean he's tall still bomb back just let me live in the first thor when he's all wet and he goes to retrieve the hammer let me think of him (laughs) like that just actually watched that uh, or had it playing while i was doing other stuff today i'm watching (laughs) through in chronological order right now Oh, you're watching the mc like like chronological order in of release date or no no of of the story ah good because that's the way you should watch it because i haven't watched it that way yet so i was like let's start you know yeah after halftime, we have a score of 325 for Team AJ Przinsky Fan Club and 255 points for Team 1 and 2. Wheels are coming off, Marcus. Now on to the second half. We'd like to take a minute to invite you to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at BenchwarmersTP. We also have a Facebook group for fans of the pod called The Bench. Join us there to comment on the latest episodes and share cool sports facts and trivia. If you'd be willing to rate and review us on iTunes or Stitcher, we'd greatly appreciate the support so that other people may find this podcast. Thanks. Today's third quarter will be The Missing Link. The Missing Link. This quarter will consist of five questions 
with theme-linked answers. The teams will attempt to answer the questions and guess the theme. Each question is worth 20 points. If a team checks in first via chat to the host with the correct theme before the fifth question, they will earn 100 points. The other team can still earn 50 points with the correct theme guess. If neither team has checked in with the correct theme before the fifth question, each team can earn 50 points with the correct answer to the theme after the fifth question. So the first question in the missing link. Question one. So know the host. In a loss to Western Michigan in 2021, this quarterback passed Dan Marino for second in all-time passing yardage at the University of Pittsburgh. And for a five-point bonus, who is first? That's the the main the the main question answer. Do you know the uh, the bonus? I think so. Okay. I think so. Yeah. Uh, let me type you a name. Yeah, we're checked in. Okay, so AJ Prasinski fan club is checked in. Team one and two, you want to talk it out? So, Josh, the reason that this person just passed Dan Marino because he's been at Pitt for like six years, eight <laughs> years maybe, something like that. And he has the same last name of my favorite Husky quarterback of all time. Uh, so the main answer is Kenny Pickett. Okay. And I believe the person who is first in all-time passing yards was throwing to Larry Fitzgerald, I think. Um, and so I went the left. I went with the lefty for the bonus, Tyler Palco. Uh, Kenny Pickett for the main answer, Tyler Palco for the bonus. So team one and two checking in with Kenny Pickett for the missing link answer and Tyler Palco for the bonus. Uh, AJ Przinsky fan club, what'd you check in with? Um, yeah, I, it was Kenny Pickett past Marino, um, but number one is, I don't know where he is right now, um, but he was the uh, longtime Bills backup quarterback for like behind Jim Kelly and others and it's uh alex van pelt so the answer to question one the uh, missing link answer is kenny pickett both teams get that correctly the bonus five point answer points are going to the team aj Przinsky fan club it is alex van pelt just he in cleveland he, i think, I think he's, like the, a... he's the cleveland offensive coordinator right oh, now. He's that was the, the one OC? name i knew pretty sure or the quarterback's uh, coach or something. that's okay marcus oh. i didn't wouldn't have had any of those other names the only marcus, other name i would have had for pitt was in the question, Dan Mar Marino. Marcus had the uh, the hand of the quarterback, right? But Larry Fitzgerald was catching passes from Rod Rutherford. Tyler Palco was a couple oh, of years afterwards. Yeah, yeah. Okay, question two in the missing link. Fourth pick in the 1990 NBA draft led an ACC team that year to the final four and part of a trio of college players at the school whose collective nickname was also an action movie franchise. For a five-point bonus, can you recall this movie-themed nickname? Yeah, David, we're going to check in. Team AJ Przinsky fan club is checked in. Team one and two, talk it out. So, yeah, I'm pretty sure this was Georgia Tech. And you were right that Kenny Anderson was part of the trio, but he didn't get drafted until 91. So I'm trying to remember. God, I was watching a lot. That was, I was a basketball player. This is high school. This is right there. I think Dennis Scott was the shooting guard for that team. That would make me more confident because it's Eric. <laughs> we're talking about orlando i mean that's so that that's that if that if you're sure that kenny anderson was 91 i'm like 95 percent sure he was the next year okay 
I don't remember who the third player from that trio is, though. And then when you listed out the... <laughs> yeah, in the chat, everyone, yeah. just so you know, I just started listing action movie franchises. <laughs> yeah, he, he went Predator, Alien, Rush Hour, Lethal Weapon, Die Hard. And when I saw Lethal Weapon, I was like, they were called Lethal Weapon 3. So that'll be our bonus. And it's either going to, I think, be Dennis Scott or the other guy. I don't know the other guy's name. I don't know his name either. And, and I think Dennis Scott was a pretty high draft pick. All right. Do it. All right. We're going to check it. in with Dennis Scott and Lethal Weapon 3. Team 1 and 2 checking in with Dennis Scott as the missing link answer and Lethal Weapon 3 for the five-point bonus. Uh, team AJ Pruszynski fan club, what would you have? Yeah, I knew it was Dennis Scott. Um, in 1994th overall, love that man. Um, and then I was trying to think of action movies from around that time, and there wasn't many. I mean, Die Hard, but not really. Uh, and then I stumbled upon Lethal Weapon. Hugh agreed, so and then Hugh, uh, yeah, yeah, they, they, yeah, and uh, just a little, they beat Minnesota to get to the final four when Kevin Lynch rimmed out a three-pointer that would have won the game. So, that was a good team. Oh, God. That was Plum's team that actually count one of his teams that actually counted. I don't care what you say. The other one counted. You can go <laughs> fly a kite if you don't think it did. I watched oh, all of I know they all counted. I, I was... Hey, I was there in 1997 when when they came back after beating UCLA when they came back to Williams Arena. So they did go to the Final Four. No matter what the NCAA says. Correct. So, and Team AJ Pruszynski fan club has checked in with the same answers as Team 1 and 2, Dennis Scott and Lethal Weapon 3. And those are the correct answers. So it was Dennis Scott. The five-point bonus was Lethal Weapon 3. And your theme-linked answers thus far are Kenny Pickett and Dennis Scott. Question three. Who was the third player to be named NBA Finals MVP after previously being named MVP of the NCAA tournament? Third player? Yikes, and we have no years attached to anything, so... NBA no, 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 yeah. no. No, I'm just saying that the other team, that's what I was thinking of. I was trying to remember who. Played. Oh, okay. Wait, hold on, David. Are you saying that there's only been three or you want the third one to do this? The third one to do it. There's been more than three. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Oh, oh All right. so uh, how in... <laughs> and so just, just to let you know, I have no idea how to even grasp this. If you're like, I mean, can I go? I mean, I I'm sorry. This was like a late addition to the game. I can give a hint, but I don't know if I should. If I can uh, maybe make the I can make the question a little bit more. I, I can put I can put something into it that might help you guys. To, and to won't be honest, away at all. I have no idea how to even begin to sort of figure out who the third one this. is. Like right. I thought we had the third one, and then now I'm looking at it. I'm like, wait, there's more than three. That's why we didn't check in because I'm just yeah, like yeah. he had three oh. mentioned, and then I'm like, wait, I have three, and I we have a different one, so. Because I was trying to work my way backwards just to the most recent, and the third must not. That has to be okay. Yeah, if, if I think we would all agree that a little, yeah, hint yeah. would be helpful. Okay, so I maybe can I just I'll just give a hint that I can think of that won't. It should help you guys. Okay, sure. Okay, 
So the NBA finals, the, the NBA started awarding the MVP in the finals in 1969. Okay. Three of the first four winners were also MVPs of the NBCA tournament. Say, say that one more time. So the NBA started awarding the NBA's finals MVP award in 1969. Okay. Three of the first four winners were also MVPs of the NCAA tournament. Yeah. I'm looking so for the back. third. All right. Okay. So we're going back to that. Yeah. Yeah. Era. yeah. Got no, it, that, got it. That's a great. Okay. Perfect. That at least puts me in the right time area to be thinking about. So thank you for that. Yeah. We're going to check in. Team one and two is checked in. Team AJ Pruszynski fan club. Well, I know 1970 was not a was not an NCAA MVP. That was Willis Reed. Okay, so, so we're looking for the third one to do it, right? So basically, in order to do be the the third one to win the MVP of the finals, um, so 70 71 ish was was Al Cinder 71, okay. and he and was then, a 69 might have been Russell. What, was that too late? Russell coached, but did he also win the MVP when the year he coached? No, I think he was done by then. I think Jerry West, if I remember correctly, after looking at the list. It'd be either like Magic Johnson or Bill Walton, but I think Bill Walton went in the late First, 70s, yeah. like 77 before Magic. So yeah, let's yeah, let's go with Bill Walton. I mean, there's nothing else I can really you know, I mean, if I remember so, the list, there's like names like Rick Barry, Havlicek, like, and I don't think they won the the. Didn't the Barry win it? But didn't okay, yeah. Tournament MVP yeah. Is, is what I'm saying. I don't think right. they won the, that. I know they right. finals MVPs, but just not the. Right. So did yeah. Jerry West do it too? So if Jerry West did, Jerry West win a. Uh, a no, I don't think West. I don't think. <sighs> I don't think West Virginia ever. They, I, I feel like know, I've seen it. So let's let's the losing team, losing players. So if Jerry West did do it, then we'd be at Wilt. If West didn't do it, then we'd be at Walton. I think Walton. I think Wilt number two. After Lou, let's go with Bill. We'll check in with Bill Walton. Team AJ Prasinski fan club has checked in with Bill Walton. Team one and two. What'd you say? Um. Well, uh, you know, he did tell us that three of the first four uh, NBA Finals MVPs were also winners of the NCAA Tournament MVP, and the first four were West, Reed, Elcinder, and Chamberlain. Reed did not win it, as Hugh said, so that would make the third Wilt Chamberlain. That's who we checked in with. Team one and two checking in with Wilt Chamberlain. Jerry West won... NBA Finals MVP and NCAA Tournament MVP without winning. He was a lo- he, in losing efforts. He won both awards. The answer is Wilt Chamberlain. The theme-linked answers thus far are Kenny Pickett, Dennis Scott, and Wilt Chamberlain. Question four in the missing link: Winner of four NBA championships in his career, this player is Clemson's only ACC Player of the Year. Okay, we'll check in. Team AJ Przinsky fan club is checked in. Team one and two. I know very little about Clemson basketball. <laughs> very little. Um, you know who I think of when I think of Clemson basketball? Who? Trevor Booker. <laughs> That's who I think of. That's who comes to my mind. 
So I don't know how much help I'm going to be here. Just trying. Did didn't Horace Grant go there? Yes, I think he did. I was looking at when I wrote questions for the uh, the final uh, tournament edition. I had a question about Bulls player. Well, um, and that's true. Did, he was did there he, for the first three peat. He got the three peat, and then he went to Orlando, and they lost. Did he win? And then. I know he joined the Lakers during their gross stuff they were doing with, because I'm pretty sure he was on that team with like. Did he? Gary did Payton he win one with in like that 2000, uh, that's the, what 2000, 2001 Lakers? I think so. so because because then uh, when they lost to the Pistons, uh, that was when they had like Gary Payton and Carl Malone and and I and I'm pretty sure Horace Grant was on that team, so I imagine he had been there already. So okay. then there's one of your, there's the other championship. Okay. I mean, that's the only player that, and once again, I, I love writing questions because that's how I learn anything in this silly thing, but I don't know if it's right, but that's, I saw that he went there because I was looking at the draft picks for the, for the bulls to make sure my question was correct. So I'd say Horace Grant, but all right. So, so we're gonna check are we going with Horace Grant? Yeah. All right. Yes. We're going to check in with Horace Grant. Team one and two checks in with Horace Grant. Team AJ Przinsky fan club, you checked in. What's your answer? Uh, yeah, four titles with the Bulls. Horace Grant. He only won three with the Bulls. I have th- three with the Bulls and one more else. Um, I think with the Lakers, right? Lakers. That's yeah. it. Well, the Lakers. They were thinking of a theme while we were talking about, obviously. <laughs> well, both teams are right. Both teams are getting points there. He won three with the Bulls, one with the Lakers. The answer was Horace Grant. The theme-linked answers thus far are Kenny Pickett, Dennis Scott, Wilt Chamberlain, and Horace Grant. All right, question five in the missing link. USC has only had one wide receiver to ever win the Bolitnikoff Award. Name him. We will check in. Team AJ Przinsky fan club has checked in. Team one and two, you can talk it out. Mike Williams, Dwayne Jarrett, Juju Smith-Schuster, Marquise Lee, R.J. Soward. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. Um, Sure. Nothing gives me more fun than just hearing names that you forgot about. (laughs) The other Steve Smith. Uh, Jeez. There's so many good ones that they've had. Um, Only one. Uh, I mean, could it be the number one overall pick, Keyshawn Johnson? I don't know. Or were they even issuing it then? Because it's a fairly, it's not that old of an award. I think probably about mid-90s, I think. But And Keyshawn was, what, 96? He was the first pick. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you, you listed a whole bunch of good names. I listed a bunch of great names, I think. <laughs> and they all sound, because they've all, every one of those guys had like a massive season for them. And it's just oh. trying to decide. I feel like the Bletnikoff Award was, to me, it makes me feel like late 90s. That brings me away from Keyshawn. And Mike Williams was unbelievable that first year. And he was going to be the he was going to be the number one pick maybe if, if uh, he hadn't been just 
absolutely railroaded by the NCAA with that Maurice Claret rule. Punish the one guy. You don't need to punish everybody else who just hopped on. Right. Yeah. But the NCAA has a long history of smart decision-making and level-headedness. I would say this is very thought-out process. Yeah. Yeah, um, so while you're thinking of those names, I'm trying to see if I can come up with... A, yeah, I've, that's kind of what I figured. They've already and submitted, and they probably have it that. right already. Yeah, yeah, um, that. Because with, with Grant and Chamberlain, I was thinking, I think these might be Civil War generals. So then no, it would no lead Stonewall, me to... No Stonewall Jackson? No, but it would lead me to... Uh, then, yeah, your Marquise yeah, Lee. Marquise Lee, yeah. Because then, obviously, Lee would have been... With Grant and Lee would be the. I, I don't know necessarily about Pickett and Scott, but Chamberlain and yeah, Grant, Pickett I think definitely. Would. Okay, yeah. Sure. So then, why don't we check in with Marquise Lee? <laughs> All right, we are checking in Marquise Lee. Team one and two checking in with Marquise Lee. Team AJ Przinsky fan club. What'd you have? What'd you check in with? Well, it's the only one that fits the uh, the theme, Marquise Lee. Well, maybe a bit of foreshadowing, but both teams got that right. Question five. The answer was Marquise Lee. He won the Bolitnikoff Award. Points to both teams. Uh, the theme-linked answers are Kenny Pickett, Dennis Scott, Wilt Chamberlain, Horace Grant, and Marquise Lee. Just to let you know, we are we are checking in with Civil War generals <laughs> for our theme, if you didn't catch that from our discussion. And uh, I did receive a uh, text in the chat earlier from uh, Hugh uh, after the uh, Wilt Chamberlain question with Civil War generals. Wow. After three, that's impressive. Oh, yeah. So the theme was Civil War generals. We had George Pickett, Winfield Scott, Joshua Chamberlain, Ulysses S. Grant, and Robert E. Lee. Both teams got the theme correctly. So after the third quarter, we have a score of 515 for Team AJ Przinsky Fan Club and 410 for Team 1 and 2. That brings us to the fourth quarter. The fourth quarter known as Put Your Fours Up. This quarter consists of four categorized questions that teams will wager up to 100 points each, not to exceed their current point total. The categories for today's fourth quarter are as follows. Question one, Raiders of the Lost Ark, National Football League. Question two, Temple of Doom, basketball. Question three, The Last Crusade, college hockey. And question four, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, trophies. It is now for the teams to place their wagers. Now that the wagers are in, on to the question. Question one in Raiders of the Lost Ark. Sebastian Janikowski is by far the leading scorer for the Raiders franchise with over 1,700 career points. He has more than double the number of points as George Blanda in second place. But who is the Raiders' leading scorer among non-kickers with 626 career points? All right, we're going to check in. Team 1 and 2 is checked in. Uh, team AJ Przinsky Fan Club, you can talk this first question of the fourth quarter out. We figured out how many touchdowns it was. And the only question is who scored the, that 104 touchdowns in a two-point conversion. And uh, So, Marcus Allen, you said, yeah. Yeah. Alan, like I said, he was in KC for a good five years. Yeah. And yeah, you're Mark right. and Tim Brown played in Oakland all but one of his what 
15 yeah like forever like he was there it was exclusively a raider so i won't count tampa bay yeah um don't you ever bring that up again (laughs) uh so i think we're safe with tim brown yeah okay yeah all right we're gonna check in with tim brown for ray bork 77 points it's a score that all-star game let's go to uh Team one and two. What was your answer? Yeah, we uh, we uh, I just started naming names, uh, and then Josh hit me with the most obvious name. <laughs> I, I mean, was you going, had some. Good I was ones going here. way back. I you had, had Bolitnikov and Calvin Branch because they were both there forever. Yeah. But and Marcus not, Allen obviously yeah. made sense to be on our list, but I I was like, here's who I was thinking of, just because he played so many games there. So many games. And and Eric, we were in the same ballpark. It's just like, with the sheer amount of games, (laughs) it has to be Tim Brown. We checked in with uh, Tim Brown for 100 points. Both teams getting points, and this game getting a little bit closer. It was Tim Brown. So score update after one question in the final. I have Team AJ Przinski Fan Club with 592 and team one and two with 510. Question two in the final category is Temple of Doom. During his three-year career at Temple University, he was named to the All-Atlantic 10 team as a senior. He was named the Atlantic 10 player of the year in his junior season, all before being selected 17th overall in 1994 by the Portland Trailblazers. He has now come home to coach his alma mater. Who is he? When John Cheney threatened to beat John Calipari's ass, I wish they would have let oh. him. Just beat him within an inch. That would have celebrity boxing. I'd love it. God, that was that I was think hilarious. Calipari would win right now, though. Is John Cheney still with us? Minute. No. 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 See, no. I make jokes about <laughs> dead people, and I get yelled at. Marcus just makes one about Calipari because beating you're up a dead dude. <laughs> dead out. names. All I, I said, all you I said what? is that if they fought right now, John Calipari would win. Uh, I don't know. Ghost John Cheney might still whip his ass. <laughs> I hope he's haunting him every night. I hope Ghost John Cheney's in Calipari's house going, oh, if that I was dude, tangible, I'd whoop your ass. I mean, would, you want, would you want the eyes of Ghost John Cheney watching you? <laughs> Holy cow. <laughs> Oh, All right, we're gonna, oh. Hugh, Hugh, we're going we're, with it. We're, we're going to check in. <laughs> oh, Team AJ Przinski fan club has checked in. Team one and two. Let's just go with it. I, we're with not going to get it. Yeah. We're All not right. Gonna get it. So we, it's not. So right draft class, right school, wrong guy. So yeah, the only one I could come up with. From Eddie Jones. Eddie Jones. <laughs> <laughs> the only one I could come up with, but I'm sure he, I think he was a top 10 pick. Um, and he didn't Lakers. go to Portland. So, but we're going to check in with Eddie Jones <laughs> for hundred points. Team one and two checks in with Eddie Jones. Team AJ uh, Przinski fan club. So Eddie Jones came up. I'm like Eddie Jones went to Temple, right? Um, I'm pretty sure he was a Laker, so that doesn't work. Um, but the only other name that stuck out to me is this hot piece of garbage. Um, and I, the only other guy from Temple around that time is Aaron McKee. Um, he's yeah. So uh, we we said Aaron McKee for uh, George Mirasan, seventy seven <laughs> points. Well, points are going out that round, and it's to Team AJ Przinski Fan Club who correctly uh, honed in on the correct answer, Aaron McKee. 
Yeah, wasn't going to get to Aaron. McKee. No, no. Like I, I remember the name. <laughs> oh, I know exactly who Aaron but, McKee is. If but, he had said 2076ers, I would have yeah. gotten it. But, but uh, no, no. Uh, nope. No, nope. Eddie Jones is the only name I could pull from that uh, from that squad. So nuts. Okay, moving on to question three of the fourth quarter. In the last crusade, in what is generally considered the biggest upset in the history of the NCAA's men's ice hockey tournament, which team, which definitely fits this category, stunned the number two seed Minnesota Gophers in overtime of the first round in 2006 with an overtime goal 53 seconds in by Tyler McGregor? Oh. We can check in. <laughs> team one and two is checked in. Team AJ Pruszynski fan club. That was Holy Cross. And you can still hear on a local KFAN show around the NCAA tournament time when they like to hunt the goal for hockey team by playing that guy's uh, the call for uh, 76 points. Now, who give me a Orlando name. Pa- Orlando Pace. Pace. Oh, yes. Orlando Walter Pace. Jones, the correct answer. Walter it, it's Walter Jones. Oh, that was going to be the last one. I'm sorry. Uh, team uh, AJ Przezinski fan club has checked in with Holy Cross for seventy six points. Team one and two, what'd you check in with? <sighs> that would be the Crusaders of Holy Cross for one hundred points. Well, I didn't even have time to uh, type that one in the chat. Both teams getting points. It was the Holy Cross University Crusaders. You have two. You have two Gopher fans. Um, the podcast right now so when we, when we were strategizing our wagers he went this might be holy cross i was like i was like oh. i was like last crusade college hockey i'm like this has to yeah. be holy cross oh, i should have figured that out <laughs> on the last crusade oh. all right and the final question of the game question four in the fourth quarter in the kingdom of the crystal skull from 1974 to 2019 the trophy for which tournament was a Waterford crystal showpiece with the winner's names etched into it by a master engraver as the tournament came to a close. James Frederick Simpson was the last recipient of this prestigious award. Okay. All right. We're going to check. Bye. All right. Team one and two is checked in. Team AJ Przinsky fan club. You can talk it out. Well, I figured the person is Webb Simpson, so it's a golf tournament. Yeah. So. That's so, what that one was uh, now called. So, uh, I mean, the two tournaments that started in 74 and still what was going on in uh, 2019, I think, are is the players in the memorial. Yeah. I mean, you said President's Cup, but that didn't start till like the 90s or 2000s, the 90s. Yeah, I don't know what Webb Simpson has ever won, to be honest. Well, he's um, won on the U.S. Open. I know that. He did some other stuff but the u.s open's never been a waterford crystal trophy and i think he has won the uh, players too so i don't know i got nothing you want to go with the players or the oh yeah let's go with the players for um for walter jones there you go 76 points team aj Przinsky fan club has checked in with the players championship for 76 points uh team one and two what'd you check in with yeah, well, you had, um, I was pretty oh, quick to, yeah. I was just going to say, I was pretty quick to, uh, I'm pretty sure that was the r- real name of Webb Simpson. So we got to golf and then it was like, uh, I know we had won a U.S. Open and, but I don't think any of the majors have a crystal 
uh, trophy. So then it was, what other tournaments are there? And I don't pay attention to any, but uh, Marcus had one. Uh, yeah. Um, I remember this one because it's awesome because they let, I think it's like the 17th hole. They let people scream at the golfers. And I think that's amazing. Uh, so we incorrectly guessed the waste management open. <laughs> one of my favorites. My, my sister actually uh, volunteers at the waste management open. That's awesome. Yeah. I don't know if she, I don't know if she does the 17th hole, but she's there at the waste management every year. So when, when Marcus typed that, I'm like, is that a real thing? <laughs> yeah. It's in Phoenix, right? Isn't that where it's at? Yeah. Well, the answer to question four, I don't know if the waste management company is shelling out for Waterford Crystal, but they do scream at the 17th hole of the Players' Championship. It's the Island Green. It is the Players' Championship. So Team AJ Przinsky Fan Club getting 100 points there. 76. 76. 76. I'm sorry. TJ, <laughs> team, team AJ Przinsky Fan Club getting 76 points on that last question. I was going to say PK Subban probably would have made it a little. Nope, not helping at all. All right. Uh. Uh, so that the game has come to an end, and here are the final scores. Team one and two finishes with 410 points, and our clipboard captains of the game who are receiving the coveted Tyler Palco Award with 821 points is Team AJ Przinsky Fan Club. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. So uh, uh, funny enough, uh, Webb Simpson won the 2020 Waste Management Phoenix <laughs> Open. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. he has won one apparently they don't they don't right. uh, go for All the right. waterford crystal but he's won one of those <laughs> we'll throw it around the horn here anything you guys would like to say before we uh call it a night hugh yeah it's very important uh when you fill out your driver's license form so when you get your driver's license uh check the donor card up because my sister just received about two and a half weeks ago a new to her kidney um and without donation being and let your know, people know that you did it put it in your healthcare directive also so people know that you're a donor when they when you get to the hospital dead all right well that's going to be hard to maybe follow but anybody else well, there want to check well no my, my uncle uh when he passed away probably oh geez maybe 13 years ago did it um and only thing that i found a little weird is uh they he donated his his eyes so somebody's just walking around with his eyes. It's, I'm like, for what does that work? Does can they see with them? Super weird. Um, so if you're going to donate just the inside stuff, please, because that's weird. I don't know. The eyes are important, too, for that. They, they do work. Yeah. Do they? Yeah. Us. I, like, yeah. I'm a nurse. I don't even know that. I'm like, what? Well, they just slide them in and it's just like a like a Nintendo game. Just pop it in and it's good. Well, I mean, you, you gotta have to probably attach all of the you know the nerves and all the you know, the other like you blow you blow you blow on him like a cartridge. Yes, get all the dog hair off that guy before you put him in there. Oh my word! Um, oh. Just uh, so he would just let you know. Ever since I first uh, became a driver, I've been a uh, listed donor. So uh, I haven't had to give any yet because I'm still alive. But hey. Um, Hopefully at some point, maybe some of my, my innards and maybe my eyeballs can help someone out. I mean, I'll sell a kidney if I have to. I mean, is that allowed? No. Um, uh, I don't Both of them. Think I don't care. Okay. Um, I'm not sure how to follow up that, but uh, I would like to thank both um, David and Hugh for being Patreon supporters. Um, 
we're super appreciative of that helps us pay the the bills that we have and um and yeah and uh we appreciate that support and hopefully um you guys enjoy the bonuses you guys get for that and if anybody else wants to get similar bonuses you can check us out and support us on patreon as well marcus any last thoughts marcus yeah um we've had a lot this was a lot of fun uh david it was a great game hugh it's always uh, whether whether we're watching uh, you know Aussie rules football or we're, or just you you being on episodes, it's always fun having you on. This was a lot of fun to host. I hope it was fun to listen to. But um, uh, for everyone here, thanks for listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. And until next time, we'll keep the bench warm. That ball hit high and deep. Stretch, stretch. Get on back there. They look up. You can put it on the board. Yes. Yes. Into deep left center for Mitchell. And we'll see you tomorrow night. That great music you're listening to is by Justin Nozick. Thanks to him for producing that music for us. You've been listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Make sure to check us out on all of our social media. We are at BenchwarmersTP. Can't follow any meth talk after all the sentimental stuff. Thanks for yeah, being no, <laughs> that, that's, <laughs> Yeah, that's just kind of where we kind of have to leave that a, one on a, on a, on a, took a turn. nice. Well, you know. That was nice. I, I did enjoy Eric's having, that. Eric has a, a price list on his uh, ID card. So, you can have do. my kidneys, or yeah. So, so David, it's, a, it's a link to my website.